0: Welcome, welcome! You're here. It's the comic book bone zone. Talk comics to me time. I'm number champ seven. champ Ch- number seven. Number seven. <laughs> I'm I'm champ champenstein. <clears throat> yeah, I'm Heather. <laughs> What's happening? I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a new week of comic books. We went and got them. We got a lot of them, actually. I don't know. Last few weeks have been like not too bad, but this one just really piled it on.
1: Pretty big stack,
0: pretty fat. So we're gonna we're gonna get on with it. We're gonna gone girl with it. The connections—they're all coming back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Heather, you take it away. Okay, I'm gonna talk about this. This is lovesick. This is issue number five um this is just basically the origins of how domino became who she is and this issue really (laughs) grossed me out um because i don't know if it was like talked about in a previous issue and i just like glossed right over it or if it wasn't mentioned at all but she is very underage oh that's that's underage that's an underage gal right there um
0: And it's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it is really, very gross. I don't, I mean, at least in the first couple issues that I read, I don't remember that being the case. She was an adult there. Because this, this is like, explaining
1: like how she became that.
0: Oh, Um, okay.
1: Because there's a guy, and I, I can never remember what his damn name is, but he is the one who like kidnapped her after she was posting when she was young on these forums about how she wanted someone to eat her. So he kidnapped her and he's basically grooming her to use these red rooms and stuff Mm. so that he can make money and stuff. But he grooms her like he's doing some real disturbing stuff with her. And I didn't, didn't like it, but it is clearly stated in here that she is, underage Hmm. so it was weird it was a little gross for me I didn't even read the author's note for this one because I didn't care Um, but there's also like just a bunch of references to that movie Sallow Mm -hmm. 120 Days of Sodom which I thought was funny I guess (laughs) art looks great colors are fantastic but it's just gross
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's just a gross disgusting book
1: yeah and I I, part of me understands like what she's trying to do
0: Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not cool (laughs) yeah yeah and I mean those things like those hard to swallow things are just sometimes like "Mm, maybe we don't need this Mm -hmm. yeah
1: we didn't in (laughs) my personal opinion it would have been way cooler if we didn't have this weird origin story for her because I thought the story worked fine without it mm-hmm. we didn't need to know what she was doing when she was 16 years old <laughs> yeah yeah not necessary to the story i
0: understand okay that's all well, i guess okay i guess i'll go um i have local man this is issue number one uh this is a book by tim seeley and tony Lee 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 please, 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 please. I don't know. I love Huh? I love Sealy. Yeah, and I mean, I wasn't sure if I really liked this book. Like, I just special ordered this first issue, but mm-hmm. I did, like, really enjoy it. Um, I probably won't keep reading it. Like, if anything, I might pick it up and trade or something. I just, like, with as much as I have this week, I was like, I don't really want to add another book to my poll right now. Uh, But basically, a uh, guy who was in a superhero group that's like very much like gen 13 (laughs) that was cool (laughs) yeah it's like a flip book so Mm -hmm. he you don't really know what happens but he has been like kicked out of this group and he is returning back to his hometown everybody seems to kind of hate him for some reason um and while he's at home like basically his parents kind of are just like well why why are you here like you gotta get a job right away like he tries to get right into town and they're like the dude's like are you the cross jack and he's like yeah i am and he just like pulls away and so it's just like one of those things where nobody likes him um and you find out kind of at the end of the story he's like was under this contract so he can't like basically do anything to like that has any sort of reference to the group he used to be in mm-hmm. and that's that's the story I think it like I really like the art a lot I think it looked really good um let's do this little page the oh yeah that looks nice I like that dog <laughs> yeah I also like the dog a lot <laughs> um but then like the backstory was just some 90s 90s business Mm-hmm. Um, I did not read the backstory really because I I started to and I was like no no thank you I don't I don't need this in my my life
1: right is it like the
0: origins of the group yeah that he was it, in? okay yeah and, and like how the not necessarily origins but like who was on the team and how they all work together I'm sure they kind of like ideas for them to balance off of each the stories to balance off each other and, okay. and it does right. like do that but I just when I started reading it I was like I get the idea mm-hmm. I don't really I don't really need this right now that's hard which is part of like another reason where I was like I don't think I really need to add this to my poll because I would probably never read the flip story part of it
1: yeah and it I'm sure like
0: a lot of work yeah and I'm sure there's a reason for it and I'm sure I need to
1: yeah it seems you know, like for me that they would like meet up in the middle like both the stories and then you'd get like the whole story Mm -hmm.
0: but i don't know i kind of feel like that's kind of what they're gonna do yeah uh okay so then next i have batman one bad day this is Clayface. uh this is by colin kelly and jackson lanzig uh zermanico does the art um sorry if i hit the mic everybody and then Romulo Fajardo Jr. does the colors. Um, this is just Clayface's bad day. I'm not going to say too much about this because I know Heather probably wants to read it. But mm-hmm. I will say it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But it's Clay, Clayface in LA kind of trying to to make it. I'm trying to find a good page to share. But it looks really cool. I really love the way it looked. Um, and here's a little... Oh yeah, that looks great. Yeah, both art and colors are just like fantastic in this book. But yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, and then books Heather and I have together, but Heather has not read yet. Uh, Earth Divers. This is issue number five. Uh, Killing Columbus. A lot happens here. So that's that's all. That's all. It's a and- fun, bu- fun book. Fun book. Fun lots of stuff is happening
1: there's one issue left of this one
0: i think so yeah
1: and it says book
0: one so i would assume that there's going to it be seems more. like there's definitely going to be more just the way like things have been like going within this like story arc itself it, it doesn't mm. feel like it would be like properly wrapped up within the story arc for sure right okay and then we have a moral x-men uh this is issue number one this is part four of the sins of sinister this is just the quiet council's business and kind of how like sinister has been in a way railroaded by all of the quiet council members that are also you know kind of infused with sinister fun fun little book and then that's it okay i'm gonna go next do
1: it i have this book yeah this is night walkers this is issue number two it's that Colin bun book about the descent to vampires <laughs>
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um basically the group that leaves the rehab center makes it to town um they get attacked several times and somehow manage to make it out whatever um so they make it to this town it's abandoned they get some sleep and they discover that the like group of vampires the night walkers sorry <laughs> um, they've been like just collecting bodies and making like a den essentially uh-huh. they discover so they have to survive another night but that's the den
0: no my goodness
1: just, like, bodies and stuff. Um, I really like the art for this, but I don't have any. This The idea for the story is cool. Like, the story itself is, like, done in a really fun, cool way. But it's the characters that I just don't. I don't mm-hmm. care for any of them. I don't think any of them are, like, strong written characters. Yeah. So it's hard for me to give, like, a full opinion on this. But I like the story. I think it's cool i think that the uh person that was chosen for the main character is such a weak fucking character and i i, know. Hate, I hate it but that's just me i wouldn't have done that honestly
0: <laughs> hey you know that's your opinion
1: I mean, I've read books with really strong female leads that I think are done really well. And this just feels like a man writing a woman.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all. All right. All right. Um, so then I have Sabretooth and the Exiles. This is issue number four. This uh, wraps up next issue, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And I continue to enjoy the story quite a bit this issue kind of we're getting to the end of like all of these like labs and like all of the shitty things that they've been doing to people and you find out like who's kind of been behind all of these these things. Sabra Tooth. I uh yeah I I know (laughs) I I know that's a really quick like wrap up of that book but I really like could not suggest that book enough to people. I know it sounds weird, but it is very, very good. Okay. And lots of history lessons in there, too, so. Cool. I love that. Yeah. Not that, fun history It sounded lessons. like
1: sarcasm, but that was actually real. Like, I do love
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> All right. You ready? Okay. So next we have Blue Book. This is uh issue number one. I got the little foily cover, but it's only foily on the fucking That's it? Yeah. I didn't know that. I just assumed that like all of the little whitey stuff would be like kind of foily, but no, just the title. Um, Oh. What about the moon on the back? No. The moon's not foily at all.
1: Ugh, that's a wasted opportunity.
0: Yeah. So anyway, this is blue book issue one. This is a new book by James Tynan uh, with uh, Michael Ome- Oming on the uh, art and then Adita Bidikar on the letters. Uh, and then Claus Jansen does the art in the backup story. So this is just stories about alien abductions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Let's then the, back- with
1: the infamous Betty and Barney Hill story, which... If you're not familiar with that, then I don't know why you're reading this because that's one of the biggest, like, unproven UFO stories that can't be proven because it's so unreal. (laughs) Can't be disproved.
0: Uh, uh, And I mean, you know, if you want to get into that sort of story stuff, you can start here too.
1: Yes, it is a good way to start. Also, I didn't mean to make it seem like you couldn't (laughs) read it if you weren't into it. I'm just saying if you don't know
0: who it is, Cool. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out more. You'll find out, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the backup stories, I think, are supposed to be about like cryptids and stuff, like different Mm -hmm. cryptid stories. And I feel like I don't know how long they're gonna draw out like each little like aspect of like this the alien stories of like. Yeah,
1: I was wondering about that too because it does say that the next issue is still about Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I don't know. So yeah, we'll uh we'll find out as we read more. But you know, if you like X Files and shit, I suppose Blue Book would be a book to check out. hmm It looks really good. I did like the art a lot. Um
1: yeah, I love like, both colors I think.
0: Yeah. The faces too.
1: That was the exact page that I ended up on.
0: It's so good. So it's like good. the middle of the book too. Mm-hmm just flip right to it yep Mm -hmm. aliens looked cool like the backup story like i liked the like catching on the art
1: it was uh kind of difficult for me at first um to like read Mm -hmm. what it was saying just because of like i my eyes have a hard time
0: with that kind of artwork but i adjusted got used to it i guess yeah it can blend pretty easily into the background i think too yeah so yeah fun little book all right so the next we have godfell this is issue number one this is by uh christopher sabella and i think it's ben Hennessy, ben Hensey, and then triona Farrell on the colors um yeah. It actually
1: does a really good job of explaining it on the back, and I didn't even consider that
0: when I, mean, I was saying
1: it, that I don't remember what it was about. <laughs> it's a vault book, bro. Yeah.
0: Would you, I, would you? Would you like to do the honors? I would. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> One sunny day in the land of how do you pronounce that? I just Her- did Kerithim car- in my brain, but Kerithim. That was how I did it too. I was just seeing if you did anything different. <laughs> Uh, God falls from the sky. The impact sends out shockwaves that draw in royal families at war, shadowy creatures of the dark and armies of the dispossessed all coming to lay claim to parts of God's body. In this power struggle wanders Zanzi Fulin, a soldier and berserker, trying to get home from a years-long war, forced to fight her way through the land. The strange landscapes in and on God's corpse from the soles of its feet through the top of its head, Zanzi will acquire a mysterious traveling companion on her own pilgrimage. Basically, Mm -hmm. the main character has been in a part of this war for years and years. And once the war is done, she's just trying to get
0: back home. Yeah, it's a it's a really dense book. Like Heather and I were talking before we recorded. She was like, it's pretty high fantasy. And I would have to agree with that kind of throws you into the story which is fine um the art is like the art and colors are one of like those colors are just so they just like pop so well and fit Mm -hmm. so well with the the story but yeah the art is great um I really did enjoy the story it did take a couple sit downs to like get myself into a place where I could just like feel focused enough to read it Mm -hmm. so I I think that's something to keep in mind (laughs) if you're reading it it's gonna be like a second
1: yeah you you really have to be in like the right mindset (laughs) to complete that book it is good though and it is you know worth the reading I -hmm. think I only special ordered that first one you did okay I'll have to add that then because I did enjoy that quite a bit yeah (laughs) okay my turn
0: Mm -hmm, I think so
1: Okay. Um, I have Eternus. This mm-hmm. is issue number two. Um, I honestly, I didn't get a chance to read this because the first issue came out like seven, eight months ago, something pretty crazy like that and I don't remember what happens in it. but I know Medusa is a part of this somehow. So um, I'm gonna have to go back and read the first issue before I read this because I just I have no idea yeah. what's going
0: on. I forgot this was even a book how long it's been yeah yeah it feels like one of those like small pubs you like kind of just like added on a a limb almost
1: Mm -hmm. well because i know it has to do with like greek myths and Mm -hmm. stuff like that which i really really enjoy but it is it's a scout comics book but it's under thunder comics which is like yeah super super small they have like two books maybe and this might actually be the only book
0: (laughs) i feel like they do have another one i know it's like they're trying to get movies made or have I, I don't know something like that line yeah that
1: would that would make sense
0: um okay so then next i have black cloak this is by kelly thompson and meredith mclaren uh this is about uh i forgot her name already so that's fine uh black cloaks it's about black cloaks duh don't you guys know what that is that's her name that's her name black cloak uh come on just say her name like right in the beginning at the end of the first issue um the main character is like stabbed with a dagger it looks like she's going to die and this one you find out she survived so you kind of find out that like there's something about her past that doesn't quite match up with like who she's supposed to be Mm -hmm. and that like aspect of her like could be dangerous for her if somebody knew so that like that's put into place and then she's just continuing to investigate the murder of like the the high the prince the prince of the elves Um, you get a little flashback of like how their relationship was together because you know they were partners at a time
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then you get some like shadowy figure introductions <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> Oh, those people who uh are up to maybe no good mm-hmm. spies spies or not spies dementors <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's not, that doesn't work they're shadowy I, yeah i suppose yeah i'll give it to you they're like just robes though dude i don't i don't know i, I, I know you don't know I'm just telling you, as somebody who does know.
1: All right. Well, every picture I've seen, they look if I have
0: any knowledge of this, I have to (laughs) at least make it useful on some level. All right. That's fair. Shoot me while I'm down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ready? Mm -hmm. Ready? Saga. Sixty (laughs) two. Book. Just
1: keeps going. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind this issue so much, um, and I think it was just because we get that flashback with Alana and Petrichor, where mm-hmm. I thought that was very much needed, especially after we went so long with like that huge time jump and nothing with Marco. Yeah, I did not like seeing him like that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did not like that at all. Um, but I feel like that did add a little more weight
0: to the story where I felt like it was missing before yeah I guess I can see that I don't know I still was just like in a I think I'm just like reading it's like a book I'm reading to just read yeah I definitely did that you know where you're just like I'm trying to read till the end because I need to know like what happens in the end it's not Mm -hmm. like I necessarily like care there's like an interesting bit where um i can't remember the girl's little girl's name sophie mm-hmm. uh where she's having that conversation with the will and about how she was like glad that the will had killed marco because of like the pain he had caused like gwendolyn and it was like well my dude that is like you don't even get this like this is like yeah this that's is something beyond beyond
1: Yeah, because there always is more to it. Because it was just what she had heard. That Mm -hmm. was how Gwendolyn took. Anyway, it's it's a whole thing.
0: They were both assholes in that relationship. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like I thought that was like a little interesting, like tidbit and like Mm -hmm. aspect of it. Um. Yeah, I mean, it. I suppose like this was not like the worst of all of the issues. i I was i I just like how every bad guy in saga is like the most extreme of bad guys possible like the last story arc you had the guy who's like i'm gonna rape your kids (laughs) and then this story arc you have this dude who's like yeah i'm just gonna spoiler alert shoot your kid
1: and what's funny kill your family not funny but i actually really like this guy and i i knew it was coming and i knew that he's not like a good guy but i think Mm -hmm. like i liked him a lot in the previous issues where he was more or less just like didn't care Mm -hmm. but in this one i don't know i love the whole stabbing of him and stuff you know like all that i thought that was like hell yeah girl get it and then you know He's an yeah. asshole.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, it's just, like, they always have to... I feel like they're just so extreme of bad guys. It's, like, how can I top the last bad guy? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and I I don't know. It was really weird seeing him go from... Well, I guess he has to. Like, that's his job. But going mm-hmm. from how he was before to how he is now. Like, in this one is, like, a huge, drastic change. Even though mm-hmm. you know who he is this whole time. <clears throat> anyway i just wish prince robot was still a part of this story
0: (laughs) you get squire he's gonna become like a fucking school shooter
1: you know i hope so i feel like after everything they've been through he deserves that
0: (laughs) it's just like one of those things where it's just like are you or is this what you're gonna do with squire because this is what it feels like you're gonna do with squires you're gonna make him just like who's he accident is he like who's he accidentally going to shoot up who like what's going to happen here
1: i feel like there are times and it might just be how i'm interpreting it but like when this when the story came back alana were was working really hard to like make sure that he knew that he was a part of the family
0: mm-hmm. but now
1: like as i'm reading it it just doesn't feel like she speaks to him the same way that she speaks to her own child
0: yeah yeah and i
1: i feel like that's I mean, if I was, if I was him and my dad got his head ripped off and, you know, I had to be raised by the family that he was actually going to kill, like,
0: I would be a little upset too. I mean, it's like, it's definitely a confusing thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's very confusing. But He's a, he's royalty. He's supposed to be the king right now. (laughs) Instead, he's traveling with a bunch of criminals, I guess, (laughs) you know? whatever
0: uh, sure
1: you know what i mean i Everyone i under-
0: is, yeah yes. yeah yeah i
1: get it they're they're just doing what they need to do to survive but <laughs> it's a whole thing anyway that's saga that's apparently we have a lot of feelings about it still
0: <laughs> yeah it's like it's funny because it's like i don't enjoy reading it and I am, I am like said reading it to read it but yeah there's still thoughts yeah
1: still a lot because we didn't even talk about the book yeah like, you're reading the book and stuff, and Hazel getting all upset, and then Squire just... <laughs> anyway. Uh, was was if you're reading Saga right now, just let us know. <laughs> if
0: you have the same feelings. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, I wonder who who else has the same feelings. It, it seems like it's just us. Yeah, no, I was gonna
1: say that, too, because everyone that I've talked to who's still reads it it's like oh it's so good like i'm so into it and i'm just like are we reading the same book
0: yeah i don't how are you still into it 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 just feels exhausting at this point mm-hmm.
1: especially because all of the like weird shit that has been going on within it like i don't know we've discussed it so many yeah, times yeah. We're not being a dead
0: horse yeah
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> i was gonna say beating a dead marco but that's <laughs> You know. Um, so. I'm just going to go. I'm going to talk. Yeah. Um, I have Dragon Age the Missing. This is issue number two. Um, this is just uh, Varric and Lace Harding looking for solace. They oh, they run into me. some Antiven crows here, which the Antiven crows are like my favorite guild of assassins. I think they're super fucking cool. Um, but they are also hunting for solace, and they they just keep finding clues um i you know you know my feelings about dragon age absolutely love it um i love these little series that they do because they're always only three issues but it gives more like background to things that happens like in between the games Mm -hmm. or things that are like briefly mentioned in the games that they never actually go into detail about so i think it's a lot of fun
0: nothing wrong with that (laughs) that's all i have to say about it (laughs) okay uh so then next i have once upon a time at the end of the world this is issue number four um so she was like a fucking bummer dude i really i'm gonna say i really really like this book and i think you would really enjoy it i think that Mm -hmm. first issue was not the strongest way to introduce you to like any of these characters or anything about this world um i'm really glad i hung on because i have like I really liked it and this issue in particular like i it, you find out like why um mezzy left like the scouts that she's in like what happened there and that story like i i read it and i was like what the fuck <laughs> like it was just like were they intense. cannibals no oh like the scouts like the group that she's in they're basically like they're they're ex-doomsday preppers like they're people who like have learned from like doomsday prepper stuff so they're very like seemingly like as you're reading this you kind of get introduced to the fact that they're like probably like right-wing extremist type folks um and i don't really want to ruin the first half of this but it's just really really good um and then you kind of i feel like see what changes maceo into like who he is later on uh i don't know it's a really really good book i've really been enjoying it quite a bit just weird post-apocalyptic like love story and it's really developed itself really well the art's really good i don't know okay
1: i'm gonna have to i think i'm gonna wait for it to come out on trade
0: i was saying, yeah just grab that trade trade. because i feel like there has to be like a couple more issues of this like I, I would assume it's gonna be more than one story arc because it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it could do justice in, a sh- like, a short amount of issues.
1: Right. Like, at least not
0: six, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, God. My body is so uncomfortable
0: now. <laughs> yeah, All right. that makes sense. All right. Okay. Next Ready? We ha- yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this uh, is what we have. <laughs> I have, we have, Batman, Superman, <laughs> World's Finest. This is issue number twelve. Uh, Robin and Supergirl go out on a a chaotic and awful date. Yeah, it's very bad. Fuck Robin. <laughs> well, it's just like, why are you acting like this? Do you act yeah, like this was, all the time? But Supergirl kind of, Supergirl kind of sucked too. Like, I feel like, yeah, it was. They just definitely didn't click. It was, yeah, just a fun little issue where they're both telling their like dating story to their perspective like higher yeah. ups dads yeah <laughs> their dads <laughs> uh so to batman and like superman yeah just fun mora is not on the art but it's, the art is still enjoyable um yeah I was a big fan of the page where he's like drawing up the new outfit his, <laughs> yeah, his stick-out I outfit that I love. Uh
1: and so like changes
0: funny. and changing his name because of the awful date. Um yeah, it's just the this is why I love comic books sometimes, you know, like this is like a book I want to read cuz I'm just like having fun. Um oh, I, I Go ahead
1: i was just gonna say i love when supergirl's first talking about him and she says at first he seems so special and superman's like robin he is (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was very cute because superman is just a very nice person (laughs) yeah
0: yeah um mark wade and dan mora are gonna be doing a shazam book i saw uh which i will be getting but i do want to i do want to mention if anybody likes world's finest probably something that you would also enjoy um though i do wish that it was the other the other shazam team
1: oh the one that just did the mm-hmm. next the, yeah new the, new sham, cha- next? the
0: new champion yes, shazam. yes. yeah yeah, Good book. with the rabbit with the rabbit yeah yes. was <laughs> enjoying. I, I just like that book so much it's <laughs> like I, I don't know. I just felt like that team <laughs> need, needs more like issues because that book was like a lot of fun and just like I not to discount like how much fun like Batman Superman World's Finest is going is and like how much fun I think like the new Shazam book they're going to work on it's going to be. Just feel like you know. Are I, they gonna I love doing- that book so much? It looked so good. It was just like so much fun.
1: Are they gonna be doing the uh, anti vaxxer shazam or is this like
0: a whole other shazam i think it's just comic book shazam not zachary <laughs> okay. lee by shazam who okay. is in an episode of curb your enthusiasm he <laughs> plays the bellboy
1: that's one of my favorite things about that show is like when you go back and watch it you see all of these like cameos and stuff of people that you just never noticed before like i always forgot Well, he
0: also was like it was like one of his first acting gigs like when i looked it up on imdb because he looks so young Uh, if i Mm -hmm. have time i might edit like a little picture of it but like he looks so young i was like is that zachary levi and i asked chris and chris was like i don't know who zachary levi is and i was like yeah that makes sense you would not know who zachary levi is um (laughs) but yeah i looked at at his imdb and it was like his third credit like ever so it was one of those roles that he got before he even like got close to making it big Mm -hmm. love it but all those there are are a bunch of really good cameos too
1: like i always forget that Caitlin olsen was um her sister Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. daryl's sister and i remember the first time seeing that being like oh my god she is so young
0: yeah she's such a baby (laughs) yeah and so funny too though Mm -hmm. always
1: one of the funniest i love her
0: anyway that's that's uh shazam Curb Your Enthusiasm crossover there. Okay, so then I have a book now. Oh, yeah, that's right. My um, bad. I have Something is Killing the Children. This is issue number 29. And this issue... um The Cutter Woman, who has been coming <laughs> after Erica, has killed everybody in this police station... So Erica is trying to escape. This cop comes in and sees all these dead bodies. She basically like has a little conversation with him, escapes, and then you kind of get a little politics conversation between the dragon and the main lady of the white mass, whose name I cannot remember right now. Um, lots of Lots of like plot development here. I, you know, I love this book. It's really really good. I'm excited to see like how this like all wraps up, and then I gotta talk about like the most exciting news. Yeah, I
1: was like, share it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. It feels like the perfect thing for me personally, Mm -hmm. like just a cross section of two things that I like love so much. So anyway, something is killing the children. There's been like murmurs about it being picked up on television. It has finally been picked up by Netflix by the best creators the creators of dark which is one of my favorite shows and i have talked about countless times on episodes years years ago now uh but they did a show called 1899 that came out uh probably about 6 months ago or so and that show was really really good but also right now i don't care if that show got canceled fuck 1899 I cannot wait to see, like, what they do with this, like, world and something is killing the children. Just, like, knowing, like, watching dark and knowing, like, what they can do, like, the way, like, they shoot things, like, you know, like, their direction and stuff or, like, the way they write scripts. I just know that it, the tone is going to be really well done and I think it'll be really good. Imagine the I'm-
1: soundtrack.
0: Yeah, know, the soundtrack will be awesome, like, it'll just look good, I think that, you know, I know that their casting is always just fucking on point, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just so stoked, I, like, I don't know how big of a hole they have, and I'm just, I'm so excited for James Tynan, like, that's fucking so awesome, like, everything about this is just so cool, I, I did a little dance in my room when I found out, like, I told Chris who doesn't know anything about something is killing the children, but has obviously watched dark and knows my love for this book. It was just, yeah, I'm excited. I'm stoked. It's going to be, it's going to be really sick. I can't, I can't wait to see what they do. I hope, I hope Netflix doesn't cancel it. Netflix cancels
1: everything that isn't stranger things.
0: (laughs) I know it's just like, it's ridiculous to be like, I I've seen so many like fans and like fans of both sides you know and that's like the wild thing is like i think it's a hard cross section of like there's not that many people who love something is killing the children and love dark mm-hmm. i know that i know that i can't be the only one like that that would seem like insane but there just seems to be like spans on either side and not like two like both of them and i think we're just i just want all everybody who likes something is killing the children to go watch dark you're gonna love it and everyone and then, who comes dark to read something is killing the children yeah and then if you are watching Dark, we have a companion piece called Cool Couch Cinema, where we <laughs> talk about where we talk about dark with our best friend Christopher, which is it's perfect. And if you have time and love Donnie Darko and Butterfly Effect for whatever reason, uh, you can watch our butterfly effect, Donnie Dark versus Donnie Darko episode. Also, I, I know I'm rambling right now because this is what we do <laughs> on one last note. I watched Edge of Tomorrow last last night with Tom Cruise. Tom
1: Cruise and Emily Blunt. Is yeah. That
0: who it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically like butterfly effect.
1: Okay. What about but, that one with Justin Timberlake? <laughs> what is
0: that one? I can't remember. Is oh god no! I'm gonna have to look it up real fast. It's the yeah, one the, say- Is it the one with the Rock?
1: I don't know here. Let me look. Is this, it up. A, is this
0: a double rock? We've talked about the rock a lot recently too. Um, it's like timeless in time. In time. Oh yeah, that was like one of the first things to pop up here. That is not the one with the rock. I am thinking of something completely different. <laughs>
1: but that's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Anyway, what a joke that name is. <laughs>
0: You're not even telling me the right thing. But yeah, I know. just uh it just Tom Cruise gets killed over and over again in this war. Emily Blunt's there. Maybe I'm thinking of another of another movie with Justin Timberlake.
1: No, it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt and it was Looper.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's what I was thinking of. It's time travel. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what that had to do with what we were just talking about, but...
0: Just, you know, we talked about, I said butterfly effect, I need to talk about Edge of Tomorrow because it's basically butterfly effect because Tom mm-hmm. Cruise dies over and over and it's just, like, learns more about his, like, where he's at, time loop stuff. You know, that would be, Looper. like, a really
1: cool experience. I no. wish I could die, like,
0: over and over but, again. That sounds like... No, Heather, No. Why? <laughs> Why not? No, because you have you ever watched Groundhog's Day? No, <laughs> and it, like, you know it would it make would- you insane to live the same day repetitively until you die. Like you would literally just like I'm literally doing that now,
1: and and I'm not.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. We've gone right. too far too long let's talk about we've, this we've hit we've hit too far like <laughs> deep uh barbaric number two to pay. Owen is, owen stuck is in hell, in hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go you go
1: okay owen is stuck in hell and he's with his old clan um leader dead heart um and she's kind of showing him why she loves hell so much and he just can't really get the hang of it because it's not at all what you would think it is um and soren and what's his name i always forget his name the vampire steel yeah uh soren and steel team up with an assassin uh is that what she is yeah to exact revenge on a nearly impossible target um, but the Soren and the assassin, they have uh, beef that they need to squash first. And it seems pretty difficult for them.
0: That's it. <laughs> that's what happens here. <laughs> yeah, that is that is what happens. Uh, you didn't even read the back, and that's basically what the back said. I
1: know. I just referenced the back for the assassin because I couldn't remember if that's
0: actually what she was or if that's what I wanted her to be. Uh, Yeah, I just i do want to say i think dead heart is like the stupidest fucking name i've ever heard yes but But i was like
1: also you have to take into consideration like the time period of when this is supposed to take place
0: this is a fictional piece of art heather there's no time period here
1: but i mean if there was a time period
0: uh yeah just a, i mean i other than that that's a stupid little like i was just thinking about that when i was reading that book i was like i don't like that name but this book is fun i like it lots of violence lots How of is time travel in here you die and you just come back <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've come full circle thank you You're barbaric really you didn't really even right. know you'd do that man so owen is tom cruise right yeah owen is tom cruise uh there's no i guess <clears throat> dead heart would be emily blunt in this situation okay i like but the. Frog. i don't i would say i don't know who the frog would be but the frog is cool he's my favorite part
1: <laughs> yeah i loved the frogs it was so funny because i want to know what
0: they did i i also want to know what they did <laughs>
1: because it's his face that kills me
0: <laughs> yeah because it's like the, to make him go like that they had mm-hmm. to be pretty bad
1: pretty bad okay ready yep next we have the witcher this is the ballad of two wolves it's issue number three um gerald um dandelion and the other man he tore yeah
0: ptor it's p
1: oh i thought you said like kitor like like kitar um <laughs> pitar they're, <with> <laughs> they're just investigating the death of one of the witches with a clue that they took out of her hand which leads on to a a woman who does like potions and stuff gotta show you like
0: this, this panel bro this panel has to be like, where they're laying
1: together hell yeah, yeah. that so was my good. favorite too
0: like one of the best panels i feel like i've ever fucking seen
1: mm-hmm.
0: just like the way like the symmetry like the way they both look i don't know good looking book the colors are really good yeah mm-hmm. this issue um... is a little less like fun than the other issues but it's also like you know kind of have to get to the seriousness of the story
1: yeah i was like you get a lot done in here Hmm. anyway one issue
0: left and then we get a wrap up for the story yeah, just Witcher shit. Just like mm-hmm. a little side quest, if you will. Like nothing more to that. So if you enjoy Witcher's Witcher stories, I think that's. Uh, I think they're always worth picking up. I've had some it's of the tripling. ones I've read. Yeah. Ready? Yes. Last book. Okay, that's last book, last one. issue. Specs issue number four. Uh, this wraps up the story of a pair of specs that'll make your wishes come true um this book ended like incredibly heavy yeah it was a huge bummer because
1: I don't know like I told you I don't know how I expected it to end but I thought it was at least going to be like I guess in a way it was like a happily ever after kind of ending but then they just had to keep going yeah well I think
0: it was like I I, I'm gonna i'm gonna spoil this so we're i'm gonna say spoilers if you're reading specs just shut off now and you don't need to see the ending of you know what i say i'll see you on the flippity flip okay <laughs> uh yeah <clears throat> the reveal that he's been telling this story the whole time at like a fi- his like friend best friend's funeral like after all of this has ended and it's like you know, I guess, yeah, ended happily ever after, but then you are given the fact that, like, you know, his best friend just, like, had randomly had a stroke while he was, like, very, very much like regular life stuff, and I don't know, there was something about that that, like, really, I was, like, oh, that, I figured it would just be, like, a Stephen King uh, stand-by-me situation where it's just, like, authors just typing up on his typewriter this like Mm -hmm. silly little story of like him and his friends in the summer of 1987 and Mm -hmm. how they found this dead body but yeah no just the reveal of that was like what the fuck dude
1: yeah it's uh it was a very I mean it was a really good story it was a nice little coming of age but it was also like what it feels like when your best friend leaves Mm-hmm. you don't have any like control over it
0: yeah First, yeah it bummed me out <laughs> yeah I know it was a. Uh, I I I think it like the thing about it too is like the it's not like the story's been like upbeat by any means or had like you know it's been pretty much like a, a heavy story from the beginning like right but at the same time, it's been like, you know, like I'm having not like having fun, but I'm having like a good time. And then you get to this and you're like, oh, God, I, I'm i having a good time. But this was like way more than I anticipated. Well, I emotionally is- I emotionally wasn't ready because <laughs> it's this
1: weird thing the entire time where it's like you know he would do anything to protect his best friend to like keep Mm -hmm. him safe and stuff like that and then once he he does that it's like it's over and he doesn't need to do that anymore because they just the family decided that they were leaving so it just kind of leaves him with with nothing he
0: did all he could do and now he doesn't need to do it anymore (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know it was a great book i love the story like for four issues like that was Fucking phenomenal like Mm -hmm. it it told a really like well-rounded story it got you in there it got you out of there and it just like was well done like the art was fantastic the story was intriguing and kept you going and then yeah just like gut punched you with an incredibly emotionally and ending like emotional ending
1: The confession too, which I think was like a huge part of, you know, Kenny's whole story is like Mm -hmm. his fear of being in love with his best friend, but then there's they have that connection where even his best friend was like, I mean, I love you, you know, you're my best friend. And nothing like came of it. And I just love that he was able to confess and it wasn't weird and it wasn't like awkward and it didn't push mm-hmm. him away. It just made him stay friends, which how yeah. often do you see that in those kind of relationships, especially in this time period too. Like, yeah. I love that. I loved how gentle that whole scene was. It made me really yeah. happy.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I also, when I came out of that, I was like, Oh, that was good. That was really good. Made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, good book. Definitely would pick up in like a trade form if you get the chance. Mm-hmm. I
1: definitely would recommend it because again, it is like four issues and it's a super solid book. And it is all about like things that are out of your control, but also
0: love mm-hmm. and friendship. You know, and friendship, all those, yeah, all those things that are like really meaningful. Yep. Hmm. All right, that's it, right? Very good. Yep, we did it. We we do it every time so well um i will say coming up we might have a little beard recording just just for our fans just because i i'm going on vacation so i know it's gonna might be strange but we'll figure it out It'll yeah. Be fine. yeah um but you know go support your local comic book shops and buy some comics go to your local libraries if you can they also have comic books and trades and shit so mm-hmm. always like google google your like library go to their website and see if they got something um you know take care of your friends and love one another Heather, you got you got something in there um just support
1: small businesses and take care of yourself
0: yeah do all those things and we love you all right we love you we'll see you on the flippity flip